Show with Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the big show on a football Friday. Jake Scott, Coach Mac, Alema Harrington. We're here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West, and our guy Tom is is back. He is here. I tell you what, what a what a treat. He just boomed out a Coach Mac special like uh, like old times, man. Boy, I tell you what, hey, you better come in and get this. Yep, get it taken care of. In fact, maybe if we're if we're you nice. know those those retractable things on those beds, yeah. are so good. Well, it's good for your health, you know. Well, it's it's good for watching TV. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully, maybe we'll get Tom to boom out one more today. Should we do another one? Tom, you got something else? Let's wait 10 minutes. And you want to wait a little bit? Yeah. All right, all right. We'll, okay, we'll keep well, people. Hey, hey. hey, Coach, you know what they call that? That's what? a tease right there. It's a tease. That's yeah. a tease yeah. right there. Tease. We got a big boom. Hey, we got a boom coming up, but it's a tease. It'll be in 10 minutes. Hang on. Hang on. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, we don't know where Alema went, by the way. He always get wander, <laughs> He likes to wander the back of the warehouse to see well, what's you, up. Yeah, and, well, he's and, trying to walk out of here with something. Yeah, he's he's always got his eye on it. Oh, what is it? What is he like? An amois? Yeah, that, amois. Uh, yeah, yeah, he likes he, he likes that word, amois. He does like that. Yeah. Well, let's talk Let's talk some Utah USC. Okay. Uh, Coach Matt. Overrated. You're thinking so, huh? SC, overrated. Well, huh? Absolutely overrated. So, uh, why expand on that? Okay. First of all, I don't think their offensive line is very good. I think the running back is average. Uh, I think the quarterback is a good player. The one receiver is really good. The Utah kid got hurt, though, right? Yeah. The lone peak, Jackson er, Dart. Jackson yeah. Darton. Mm-hmm. Corner Canyon Corner kid. Corner Canyon kid. Yeah. Roy kid. He's kind of the Roy kid that finished the Corner Canyon. Yeah. Right? A, a, a guy that Utah could have had, all they yeah. had to do was offer him. Yeah. yeah. So, But I got to give it to Coach Fernandez a little credit because he started. Jackson Dart started as a freshman at Roy. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then transferred for his senior year. Yeah. So... Fast Freddie did a nice job yes, with sir. him, and then I saw Fast Freddie at a at something not too long ago. He's he's looking a little bit, you know, healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love doing games at Roy up with with uh, Coach Fernandez because he always takes care of us. I tell you, Fast, you know, he Fred- brings us cookies. Fast Freddie's a great dude. Yeah, and Roy has the best garlic fries at their concessions. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm about the food. Yeah, leave it to a lemon yeah. to, to give us a concession. <laughs> so, by the, by the way, where did you go? <laughs> well, the concessions, just they have the concessions. They do the where, No, I mean, we were looking for you, oh, you no. know, on the show. You know me. At the, in between the first hour and the second hour, I do a scouting report. So I went back, and I always check out the back of the warehouse. You know, Tom, you know this. From, I, I haven't been there since December. How's it look? It looks good. It's full. I'm telling it's you, there. So stuff for, that's gotta go. I gotta tell for for people that are looking for a side table, and and sometimes it's hard to find. You know the right one. Hey, hey do you notice anything different about a limo? <laughs> different? Yeah. Just <laughs> check check it out. He's got a cute watch. He does. It's very I do. Patriotic I have watch. a patriotic. Yeah. Well, it looks. Yeah, Rockwell Ryder. Rock, was well, it a Rockwell? This is the Coliseum with the 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 flag on did it. Did you Did you watch the U.S. Men's National Team last night? Is that why you're wearing that? No, I just wear this because I'm patriotic. Well, it's it's nice. You like it? That was a plug for my <laughs> soccer boys, by the way. Yes. How did they do? They they won. Well, well, good for they beat Jamaica two USA. But I gotta let people know, Tom, because I do the scattering board because I want to find out what's what's going on behind, you know, what, in the back part of, what did of you the see? warehouse. What did you see? They have side tables 
that are, you know, the kind of side tables that you would find someplace else for two upwards of $200. Okay. They're marked at $50. This is crazy. So if you are looking for a nice side table to go next to your couch or your love seat, right, where you can put your drink on the side. You're talking but, an end table. End table, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, well, it's okay. not side a side table. I'm thinking it, about bed. It's not a side yeah. table. It's an end table. It's an end table. End Excuse table. me. This is so why I don't work here. It's an end table, $50. And you have, you know, all kinds of uh, options to choose from. There's one that is kind of a two-level um, wood grain. I mean, it's it's real wood, and they're sturdy. They're not these cheap things. This you would pay two hundred plus. I know because I've looked for side slash end tables before. Two hundred dollars for a, an end table like this. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Well, we could. Hey, that's a that's that's a Clayton price. He did that clear out the warehouse. Yeah. Uh-huh. Deal. That's not supposed to be marked fifty bucks. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get down here now before yeah. they change the price on. Where's Clay- Clayton's bucks. in Peru or someplace? <laughs> yeah, Clayton's gonna get his butt. <laughs> Clayton comes back to the United States. He's gonna be in trouble. Yes, man. big trouble. Uh, anything else you scouted out back there? Um, uh, well, uh, obviously there's the, the the beds up front. You have all of the the beds and the adjustable frames, and you can look. But they have the bed frames and the headboards um, and the footboards back there. And they have a great selection of those items. And there's more couches and more love seats back here. And what, last time we were here, I think Clayton did the deal on desks. Is there still dining stuff back there's there? There's dining stuff back here, too. In fact, there's beautiful dining sets that you would pay thousands of dollars for. And I don't want to say what the price is marked right now. hundreds. Of yeah, because here. I don't know if, if that's correct or not. I know if you come down here now and get back here before Tom does his, you know, walk through and changes some of the prices. Right now, you can come in and get some great deals on any kind wow. of furniture, chairs, couches, um, uh, coffee tables, end tables. But the deal that, that Clayton did with us was for desks. There's some desks back here that even on, if you were to get it, like, say, on Amazon. That makes a, that makes a good idea with all these guys being able to work from home. They you need a need home desks. office. You need a, home you need office. a desk. Yep. Clayton's smarter than I give him. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you that prices here are cheaper than you'll find on Amazon. Because that's that's, awesome. people are always looking, oh, I can get that on Amazon. Mm. You can come down here and actually look at it, feel it. Decide or just the right height for me. The desks back here are nice too. How about we do this for Coach? Matt? Okay, okay. What do we got? Come down here and search the same item on Amazon. If you find it cheaper, I'll beat it. Okay, it there might it be is. only a buck, but it could be a hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, Either way, you don't have to wait. You know, we're all about instant gratification. Can you, you imagine have to wait you have for two days? Problem with Amazon? One on week out. Right. You're gonna yeah. what? You're gonna send it back? You know, they have returns, but how are you going to send the couch back? back. Come down here and get it and walk out with it right now. Rent a truck to take it to a freight company to get it sent back? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) that is dumb. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Utahns, we're not dumb. (laughs) And and that's the great thing about doing business with a family local company here. Bring it in, show it to you. We'll knock knock the price right down. You know what I say? No red tape. Hey, you shop local, and this is the best shop. In the state of Utah, yeah. right here, for, yep. for any kind of furniture you want. If you want to do a whole house, we can do that. And we do have a price, but I can't quote it today. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna pull that out of the hat in just a minute, Cole. Okay, because before we do that, I got to get back to why you're here. What's going on with my East High Leopards? <laughs> we beat the the Juan Diego, the Juan Diego, the, the Juan Diego beat the leopards. Yes, That's they what did. I'm asking. What's well, going on with the leopards? Well, I tell you, they're, they're pretty young, and um, I love Amoni, the running back. I like the quarterback number number four. I think it's fourteen or four, four. I guess it is. And number seventy four, the right tackle. I like think he's a really good player. The tight end could be their tight end could be a great player, but his yeah. paddle, paddle level is way too high. But if you ever learn, coach that you can coach him. Oh yeah! So if you ever can get the kid's pad level down, the kid because the kid's six four ish, you know, good, nice looking athlete can run. Uh, 
number 44, the defensive lineman, is a is a really nice player. You know, so they got they got some guys over there that could play. Yeah, I think I think 44 just has to get his mind right. You know, just. You know, he's kind of like here and there because everybody's telling him how good he is. He just play football. Yeah. And Their defensive lineman is really good. Right. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. He's re- being recruited by everybody. Well, he, I think he committed to Oregon, yeah. but I could be wrong. No, he did. He, You're yeah, right. Yeah, and he is, he, he's he's a nice-looking kid, you know, really. looks He looks the part, yeah. you know, and he can run. He's athletic. And um, In fact, the game that we did – East versus Brighton in the beginning of the game, he was rushing. The quarterback decides, to, you know, he's going to try yeah, to throw the ball away. Yeah, intercepted and took it back for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's You a, don't see that a lot from a defensive lineman, but yeah. that's the kind of talent he is. But he kind of, you know, he he kind of does his own thing sometimes, you know, like he'll get out of the gap or do and just play his own game, you know. But, uh, but the kid's definitely a talented kid. I saw a special Sunday on our friend Sione Havili. Yeah. What a good kid. Yeah. I love Sione. So that was he, a really nice piece that they did that you were in. Yeah. And, of course, Vaisika Hema was kind of the narrator pulling us through yeah. that story. Yeah. Um, but they did a really nice job um, on that feature. played with him yeah. on that 96 team that went undefeated. Yeah. And Sione Puha was on that team. Yeah. And Jason Kafusi was on right. that team. That yeah. was a That's the team right there. That team came yeah. chicken. So we, you know, when uh, when Havili was, was uh, so I sat in the court the day he got sentenced, right, with him. And of course, he was he was in all my camps from the time he was a little, a yeah. little kid, you know. And he had committed to us, and then he signed with BYU because his parents you know, they that's where they wanted, yeah. wanted to be, you know. I heard his dad threatened him with yeah. the baseball. Uh-huh. <laughs> dad said, go pray about it. He came, came back and said, no, God said you twice. I said, go pray again. <laughs> go pray. Yeah, he had to pray. He had to pray twice. He go, had a baseball bat that had yeah. Yeah. Go, hey, he go, go back in your room and try it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, that was the same thing with Reno Mahi, you yeah. know. He committed to us too, right? Yeah, coach, I'm coming for sure, you know. Uh, you better go and pray in the room and come <laughs> pray back again. And give me the right answer. <laughs> I coached Sione's sister, Leslie, on the Little League team I coached for East High back in the day. She was an athlete. Athletic family. She was yeah. an athlete. I, I have my... Uh, People are telling me here, my entourage, uh-huh. telling me that I got to go. So we better do yeah. it. You want to do a boom? Should we get to it? Let me say something real quick. A lot of people have asked me, what happened to you, Tom? For those who know, I had COVID. I didn't believe it was real. Not only is it real, it's real. Yeah. I died literally four times in the intensive care unit at IMC. And I am so blessed that they were able to bring me back. My son Clayton has a video, Coach. Did he show you? Clayton. He showed us a few videos. Clayton was there when I died from a cardiac arrest. Clayton got a video of them hooking jumper cables up to this old Chevy and getting this old Chevy started again. If you have not seen that, it's gruesome. But when Clayton's here, you got to see that, Coach. I want to thank everybody for their prayers and their support. I know you guys said a prayer for me. I appreciate it. I felt them. I, I love you guys. We love you, too. We love you, yeah. Tom. So with that in mind, we're going to do a whole house special. Okay, how much? Coach. How much? What are we thinking? We're going to do 5000 bucks. Okay. What? Hey, okay. So if you're a newlywed, you, know, you, just you, got, you just got married. We're going to give you a queen adjustable bed. Okay. Yeah. Queen adjustable. We're going to give you a sofa and a love seat. Sofa love We're going to give you a dining table. Dining table. We're going to give you a bed frame. Bed frame. With a dresser. Dresser. A nightstand. Nightstand. And a mirror. Yeah, wow. Okay, we're talking five grand. Five grand. Okay. We probably have two or three to choose from. Okay. Come ask Mike to put the package together. Okay. Mike is the king. Mike is the guy. 
Not Maui Mike. Not Maui Not Mike. Ma- Maui, Maui Mike. Mike is in Maui. Yeah, yeah it's the warehouse, warehouse Mike. Mike. Yeah. yeah, warehouse Mike. Yeah. Yes, Everyone needs a warehouse Mike, yeah. too. Don't ask yeah. for Maui Mike. Ask for warehouse Mike. The, look at like, a whole home decked out five grand. Hey, that's so, a, that's hey, a so like double I say, boom. If you're newlywed and you're just moving into a new house or a new place, for five grand, bottom line, hey, we got our whole house. Yeah. It and it's and it's gonna and the best you could buy. I tell you what, hey, this is a newlywed special, and a Coach Max special and a Tom special. Listen, oh. and it is not happening for five thousand bucks unless they come in here and say Coach Mac is the yeah. king. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those exact words. If we don't, we're not saying anything about the the BYU. Yeah. <laughs> no, Coach Mac is Coach the coach. Mac. Well, uh, so, listen, I have an important question. Okay. When BYU plays anybody except for Utah right. and Weber State, are you cheering for them? Yeah, well, I, well, I love Sadaki. Okay. And, and I, and We're on the same page. Yeah. No, I love Sadaki. Have I got you there yet, Jake? Uh, I cheer for everybody. That's my. Support. Oh my yeah. God! Oh, Hey, that hey, right. typical. Hey, broadcaster typical, guy. Broadcaster guy. Yeah. You know, impartial. You know what they teach you in yeah. broadcasting school? Yeah. You're supposed to be impartial. Yeah, impartial and objective. It? I don't have no. a horse in this race. No, it's called. I don't have a horse. It's called <laughs> selfishness. Because the better hey. everybody does, the hey. better the hey. station hey. does. Hey, hey, I tell you what, boy, I tell you, what, Jake, you are a softy. Yeah. <laughs> hey. True. Mega statement, bro. <laughs> well, hey Tom, it's it's great to see you. The uh, the entourage is is looking eager. So, yeah. But I have. We don't want to I wear have, you out. I have a respiratory therapist coming at three thirty. I'm going to be late. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you're. Hey, hopefully they wait for you. No, we're listen. Gonna be good. We're if gonna they be good. give me any garbage, I'm going to say. Coach Mac's going to give you two a days. So don't even think about being. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, hey, we'll have, we'll have the guy out doing wind sprints. Yeah, that's right. Well, Tom, we love you, and it's great to see you. Love and, you guys. And, oh man, just I tell you what, heart good. What a what yeah. a what a blessing. Absolutely. Hey, today is a good day. Yes, it's indeed. A good day. This is really a good day. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to end it by saying, "Until we eat again." All right. Because yeah. next time we're making Jay bring us food. I like okay. it. Done. Done. <laughs> Right, well, Thank you, Tom. More next. Okay. 97. Love you guys. 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Dylan Calling, former BYU wide receiver. Right now, easy to say Alabama and Georgia are literally in a league of their own. But the rest of that pack, that 128 other teams, BYU is the playoff viable team, and they genuinely believe that. And so to go out there and to know you can put your third string quarterback in and just decide, yeah, we're just going to run all over this team, that is completely game changing. And to be honest with you, I don't see that really changing over the next five, six, seven years because of the momentum going into the recruiting pickup, the Big 12, all these different aspects that now BYU is playing. It's going to be very hard not to see BYU as a top 25 team for the next 10, 12 years. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Football Friday, Jake Scott, Alema Harrington, Coach Mac, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Come get the Coach Mac special, a split king adjustable bed for $19.99. Boom. Well, five, five grand will do your whole house. Whole house. Yeah. And I'll that. tell you what. Huh? Yeah, it's a big house. It's a, it's a big house. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you guys make it happen. I mean, we. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. When do they not? That's a good yeah, answer. It is that was answer. the right answer. That is a good answer. Better not be a big house. Oh, well, we got it. Yeah. And man, how great was it to see Tom? How, that was how awesome. wonderful was that? You uh, know what? And, and you know what was really great besides him being here? 
The guy who did his rehab came in. Came yeah. in. Yep, the doctor. What does that tell you about the people that are taking care of yep. people in the hospital? This guy comes, and obviously it's his, either his day off or his time off. So he comes down here. He hears it on the radio station that he's going to be here. This guy comes that, down and sees Comes it. down yeah. and say, yeah. hey, you know, I mean, it's it's incredible. You can't say enough about the people that are, you know. The yeah. frontline workers. Yeah. The frontline workers. workers. At all the hospitals, but, it, you know, especially in the ICUs. And if you're just tuning in, Tom was in ICU for a record number. It's 250-something days, if yeah, I'm not right mistaken. On. Died four times. The longest time that, that he was flatlined was 17 minutes. Right. And he's here and, and doesn't, ha- he's not, you know, a lot of times that happens. You, you, you might come back, but you, you're not, you don't have brain function. Right. right. And he's here booming out deals. He's booming deals. <laughs> like old times, man. That was but great. The guy is an incredible human being. Yeah. He is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it just uh, you know made made uh, made today's show certainly a, a very special one, uh, but coach, I I feel like we glossed over your confidence oh, about U- Utah US- beating USC. Oh yeah, there. no, I think I think Utah's a better team. I do. I don't. I I tell you what, I don't like USC's football team. I I think they're I think they're a little bit of a front runner. And I think the pad level on defense is too high. They work against the spread all the time, so they don't see running teams. Uh, and they got a couple of really athletic defensive linemen, but their pad level is high. They don't use their hands particularly well. I mean, you just run downhill at them, and 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 their and their their guys in the back end are not real. To, to me, are not real physical guys. They're good cover guys. They're man cover yeah. guys. And and um, and from what what I understand from people who are at their practices all the time, is they practice very soft. Yeah, that's not going to win you games, or certainly not going to win you a Pac-12 championship. But the the one wide receiver is really talented. You know, but yeah. the rest of the wide receivers are not close to what they've had in the past. Well, their recruiting classes haven't been, I mean, if you believe the rankings, haven't been as good, not this past year, but the year previous jumps to well, mind where they were at the well, bottom of the league almost. When you have that kind of um, uncertainty with your head coach and your coaching staff, right, because these are all the guys that are out recruiting. Right. It makes it difficult to get, you know, as soon as this happened, um, Devin Brown, the quarterback at Corner Canyon who had committed to USC, he pretty much on Twitter opened up his recruiting again. He decommitted, yeah. Right? And, and you know, was reaching out to, to UCLA and the other teams that had been, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, knocking on his door. So it's really hard to recruit when you're going through what USC is going through. Now, it's still a legacy program. And, and, you know, you get recruited by USC, and that's a feather in your cap. And, and USC, like a Michigan, like a Notre Dame, will, will always have that cachet. So I think, I think we played USC three times in bowl games, two or three times. And the first game, we're all thinking, oh, man, USC, oh. And then to find out, they weren't that good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in other words, we were more physical than they were. You know, I mean, that first first game we played against them was, I think, in the in that bowl game in in Orange County, and uh, and they had they were a very talented team, and pretty much the first half, you know, they dominated us, and then Henry Russ ran over their All American safety, ran right over him, boom, and all of a sudden the guys say, these guys aren't any good. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, let's go. So then you know we closed the game out well, you know, and then and then we played them again in Vegas when they were supposedly the best team at the end of the year uh, in the Pac-12, and they had the great safety, you know, Palomala, and all we did was audibleize away from him, and uh, was was that the the Carson Palmer year? Yeah, when uh, that was Pete Carroll's 
first year yeah, yeah. at USC. Yeah. That was yeah. a huge win for yeah. Utah. Yeah. yeah, and and they tried to they tried to uh, uh, you know gangsters, you know. Trying to intimidate you? Yeah, gangsters before the game. Yeah. So they're up there put, trying to push our guys around a little bit. And all of a sudden, all the guys start pushing them back and shoving them around. And and it just it just made our guys mad. And I tell you what, after, they, after that night before where those guys were pushing us around yeah. and acting up, <laughs> the game was on. And our boys went out there and took care of business. And we were out without two of our starting linemen. Because they, because what they were hoping is that we would lose that game, and then they could fire me after the game. But we forgot to lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> so we were without Doug Kafusi and Maaki, our two captains. And so, uh, and so Kevin Wilson, I think, was the right tackle. I said, "Hey, just hold on every down." Yeah. <laughs> hey, I said, grab the guy's shirt and ride him like he, you know, he will a horse, you know. Just hold him on every play. Yeah, hold him every play. Just keep your hands tight and guide him to the pasture. I wow. think there's there's a certain, you know, when you're coming from the WAC, the Mountain West Conference, and then you're playing a team like a USC, um, there there's a, there is an intimidation factor. And I don't care what people say. Although oh, no, we're not, into, there, there's a there's a mental what? thing what? that, that you, when you look at that team, it's uh, until you're up close and personal, and then you you realize you know that they're they're no different than us. And I think my own personal opinion, in the trenches, I think Utah's more talented. Yeah, I think Utah has better offensive line and a better defensive line. And this is different now because yeah. you've been in the conference for right. 10 years, right? So it, it, the intimidation factor the USC may have had at, at some point is long gone. Yeah. And, and so and, – and Utah has had way better seasons than USC at different years in, right. the, in the Pac-12. So – I'm, I'm so, with you. You're just looking at the lineups, and, and you can you can make a decision. Okay, this this is actually the better team, especially if they're better in the trenches. But don't advantage yeah. Utah. Yeah, but don't go out there and think you're you know. Sure. You go out there, the idea you're going to throw the ball to have to win. You know, then then you're going to be in trouble because th- these guys are, are are in the back end. They can cover. Right. You know, they're they're man coverage guys, and they can cover. And they can make plays in the back end. But if you run downhill at them, like Oregon State did, Oregon State just punked them. You know, hey, dude, we're going to run inside zone, lead, old-fashioned football. Yeah. And the guy rambled for about 200 yards. And and the same thing they did in Oregon State, repeated it against the University of Washington. Same thing. Well, it's what I thought Utah was going to do against Washington State, well, and they couldn't hang on to the football. Exactly. Well, that yeah, they've what four turnovers in that game. Yeah, but they put the ball on the ground eight times. Mm. Uh, it might have been nine. I, I, it was either eight or nine. But uh, yeah, they, they lost. Uh, <laughs> they were lucky to only lose the ones that they did. Yeah, but but so don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if Utah wins the game by by ten. You know. That wouldn't be a surprise. That would be expect expectation. If Utah was to lose the game, that would be a surprise to me. Wow, even down there, where you even down there, you, who cares? Yeah, right. What does history matter? I mean, it's all yeah. Oh, we, you know, if, if they yeah, if it's they, not like Reggie Bush is coming out of the, the yeah, tunnel. If, yeah, if if, and I tell you what, the one kid, the kid from uh, uh, from Maui, the running back. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a nice player. He's been there a long time, four years. You know, the big kid, and and he's a nice he's a nice player. But in that offense, he never get he doesn't get featured. Right. Well, here's the thing: this game is is not what we thought it was before the year, right? But it's still considering how the the league has gone with the Pac-12. It's still absolutely important. So I, mean, I, I if I if I was a betting man, I would say Arizona State might be the best team in the league right now. But I but they're hot and cold. You know, they might play well one week and not well week. Oregon, you never know. They they play well one week and then maybe they take a week off. You know, Stanford is kind of just an interesting team because they seem to come up with plays when they have to, and then and then they'll do something. 
you know, uncharacteristic and so it's a that that whole league is kind of interesting, you know, and, and Oregon State being a real surprise team, and uh, you know, there's, Cal, there's Cal, oh sorry, go ahead, coach. Cal Berkeley's not a good team. No, it's just surprising. I mean, they're a, they're just a bad team, and uh, so I don't know. You know, it's going to be uh, can be anybody's. The only bad, the only team that doesn't have a chance is Arizona because they're just bad. Well, I don't think Colorado has a chance. No, either. Colorado's not good no, either because they no. can't they can't move the football. But there's just there's not a great team. You know, there's there's a f- several good teams. There's a few bad teams, but there's not a great team in the league. Yeah, but Utah has the potential to be a great team because they have the personnel. Once it all gets because they have the players to do it. I I, I firmly believe that. I mean, they've got the. I mean, the guys, they look the part, you know, they're, they're, the size-wise, athleticism-wise, you know, they just, on the hoof, you know, you go watch them practice, wow, what a good-looking group of guys. And now if they get, they put it all together where it all, it all fits, then they could be, they could get it, they could get on a run and be a real sweet, a real sweet team. They obviously they got to find a running back that they can depend on, and now they're going to Pletcher, I think, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, he he provided a spark in that second half against Washington mm-hmm. State, and most importantly, he held on to the football. Yeah, that's uh, you know to to be the 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 guy now uh, of the you know several what three four that they have. Right. It's like well, who's going to possess the ball? Well, the best the best back is the Thomas guy who fumbles yeah. all the time, but he. That guy is 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 a horse, but if he doesn't hold on to the ball, yeah. The question every week is, you know, it is Thomas going to play more? And the answer every week is, well, he's got to take care of the football. Well, if yeah, if he doesn't take care of the football, he'll be, he'll he'll be sitting there taking up space. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I don't know when they turn the page from him. I, uh, Coach Witt mentioned him again this week. Yeah. Like maybe he'll get an, another opportunity. But it it's been something that I've I've never seen a game like that Washington State game. Where yeah, they 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 put the ball on the ground so many times. Even a guy like Britton Covey, who who usually is rock solid. I mean, we've seen that guy get you know broken in half, and he still hangs on to the football. So it's but a. Uh, Football is a funny game, and the ball bounces some funny ways. And, and uh, turnover margin is a huge, huge stat in college football, in any football, high school football, little league football, whatever. It's what matters. Yeah. Well, Alema, you were running back. How much of that is? How much of that is mental? Honestly? I think a lot of it is becomes it? mental because, and and you know, the, the I think part of the evidence to that is that it becomes contagious because when they're getting on one of the guys for possessing the ball, then 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 everybody else is feeling that pressure too. And it's one of those things that you can't overthink it. You cannot be thinking when you're carrying the football, I can't fumble the ball, I can't fumble the ball, I can't fumble, because that's when the ball comes out. The, 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 the better approach is I got to possess the ball, I got to possess the ball, I got to possess the ball. And it, as we all see on any given Saturday, the defense are they're coming after that ball. Yeah, you know it's sometimes it's amazing the guys hang on to the ball with the number of hands that are going in and stripping and raking and grabbing at the ball. And, you gotta uh, you gotta be focused one hundred percent on possessing and, that ball. And here's the other thing: so you're watching the film, and you see these guys are fumbling the ball. So I'm a defensive coach. I said, hey. This guy's a fumble waiting to happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so the first guy hits him, wraps him up. Second, guy. third guy, go in there, and fork the ball, because this guy will let the ball go. So it gets to be where the defensive guys too, are are conscious of, hey, this guy, you go in there and you, and you fork the ball, it, it's going to come out. And also, when you look on the film and you see how the guy carries the mm-hmm. ball, you know, then you know what it. If, is this guy a fumble waiting to happen? Because if, if you see he's a little sloppy, you know, doesn't cup his hand. Says, yeah, this guy's a fumble waiting to happen. Go in there and get the ball because it's going to come out. Hmm. And, and so, you know, you, you 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 pick it up on a film, and then you you go you know you go from there. So it's got to become a part of 
of how you run the ball. Yeah. Because guys, sometimes you, you think, oh, I just got to find the hole. I got to, you know, break this tackle. And, and they lose, you know, focus on the other part, which is I got to have that ball covered at the point, high and tight, where nobody can get at it. You know what? You know what John Heisman's opening statement was to his football team. What's that? Okay, so my my father-in-law played for him, right? Mm-hmm. His opening statement was, and he, I can still tell my, my father-in-law telling me this: it's better to die as a young boy than put the spheroid on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said to his team. So I can still remember the first time, I, the first time I met him. You know, and in so I'm there, and he says, "I'm going to tell you a story about John Hyman." <laughs> and then he, he he's got the football right, and he says, "Better to fumble, better to drop that spirit on the ground, die as a young boy." <laughs> well, I guess that it, it makes the point, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get some uh, final predictions from Coach and Alema coming up on the other side. We are live here at the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. This price is so low to blow your mind. Come get the Coach Max Special. Split King adjustable bed, only nineteen ninety nine. What did What did Tom say that was going up the road? Five grand? Five grand. Yeah. But uh, we got whole... last year's prices. And anywhere you go, you'll never find anything that low. No. We Everything's a... $500 more yeah, now. We got a whole house yeah. we could do for five grand, too, by the way. <laughs> A whole house, $5,000. You got to come in and say, Tom said, you got to come in and say, Coach Mac is king. Mm. <laughs> All right, we'll have more coming up next. 97.5. might be a queen. Who knows? Well, they did his own. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. It's back-to-back Mountain West Conference opponents for the Cougars as they welcome in Boise State to Lavelle Edwards Stadium for a showdown against the Broncos. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 1230 with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. People smile and tell me I'm the lucky one And we've just begun Think I'm gonna have a son He will be like she and me as free as a dove. Come saved in love. Sun is gonna shine. It's the big show live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It is the warehouse. Come by and see us on a uh, on a football Friday. Um, Olema, we uh, we heard that uh, Coach Mack. Is picking Utah over USC. What do you think? I think Utah wins this game too, and I I, I still think that the South is up for grabs, and Utah it has a very good chance of maybe even winning their first Pac-12 championship this year. Yeah, you know, first things first, win the South, and then get to that championship game in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, and um and then you know you, you got a chance, and right now. I think Coach did a great job, you as well, Jake, breaking down the the Pac-12 conference. There, there's there's no real superstar. There's not not a, a standalone best team, and it, so that's wide open. And Utah has a chance to grab that. So I like I like the Utes on on Saturday. Here's my concern: uh, is can Utah score enough points? I'm concerned, Coach. That's I, I, hearing well, you that, talk that, about that, USC. That, I hear you. That, that's a that's a good statement right there, Jake, about can they score enough points. Oh, that, that, that's interesting. Well, if they do what you do, what you said, and that's run it right at them and commit right. to all that and right. have a guy who can hang on to the ball, well, they probably can put up some points. I just don't know if we've seen Plus, that. you know, we, we saw this last night again with the Corner Canyon Lone Peak game. When you run the ball well, not only do you possess the ball and, you know, your, your hope is to put points on the board, three or six, you know, to score a touchdown. If you eat up clock and you take away one of their possessions because you're on the field for six minutes, then then that, that's the double whammy that 
that USC is not going to have an opportunity. So you don't have to score as many points. We, we talked to Coach Brockbank, Lone Peaks head coach, before the game against Corner Canyon last night. I said, how many points do you think you need to score to win this game? And he thought, and then he laughed, and then he said, a lot. Um, which is typical because Corner Canyon is putting up 45 points a game. But they didn't have to score that many points. They did score, you know, 30-plus, but they didn't need to. But just their possessing the ball, Utah possessing the ball tomorrow. Time, time, yeah, yeah, time of possession. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll make that number you're talking about, Jake, which is a great question, how many points you got to score. I don't think they have to score as many points. I think you can win by scoring 21 or 28, right. you know? Well, I if they can get to 21 or 28, which I guess is my point. I mean, Coach, what did you think about Washington State's defense? And Utah's offense only put up 17 on them, right? Because the last touchdown was uh, was yeah. for the defense. So, I mean, that's, that's really where my concern is. Because yeah. if there was a game that were going to put up 30-plus points, it's against – Washington State. Washington State's not very good on defense either. So I don't know. I you know, I'm a little concerned because Aaron, they play one, two, three, four games, right? Yeah. So, and so you you think from game one to game two there would be a big difference, but then game three and game four, you know, they just, they, you know, in that fourth quarter against Washington State, you know, the. And if, and the odd thing was, remember the pick six? Yep. So that you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The receiver is key in the the corner. If he's playing press coverage in in that offense, you automatically take it up. Okay. So the quarterback thought the receiver was doing a, a quick in route where he just did so, but the kid took it up, and the uh. and the DB the corner bit on it. See, he was. Five yards behind the behind the corner, and the quarterback threw a right to the, the mm-hmm. right to the DB to the to the man to the man coverage DB. If he'd have done it, if he'd have read it right, it'd have been touchdown the other way. Wow! Because there was nobody behind. There was no safety over the top. I don't know if they were in cover zero or what they were in at that time, but there was no safety over the top, and so therefore, that would have been a touchdown the other way, and the game would have been different. A more experienced quarterback makes that throw, makes that read. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting because yeah, that Clark Phillips interception pick six that sealed yeah. the deal. Yeah, I mean, that was that was it was game over at that point because that was not a game that Utah uh, played particularly well up until that point. But then you know, like the second half cam rise of the San Diego State game, Cam Rising gave uh, a, a well, boost to the offense, and then TJ Pleasure gave that that boost against Washington State. It's yeah. just they so, haven't put together. Even so, close to a full game. So, and and I think defensively in the fourth quarter, I think they played, you know, they had like eight sacks in the game or yeah. something, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they they showed what they could do. And the kid from uh, Corner Canyon, the D lineman, had uh, four, I think, right? The freshman? Four sacks. Yeah. Yeah. So Not bad. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, go to you, Willemma, on the BYU. Boise the BYU. What, how do you see this undefeated one out? number ten in the country? the The question is: Do you, you know, do you believe your press clippings, or do you come in um, prepared for uh, a game where you will be challenged? And you know, you look on paper, and the answer would be: Okay, you you got the win here. But for, for BYU, they, they can't believe that, not for a second. And what Kalani Satake has done with the culture at BYU is, is created um, a team that, that is they're, – they're, they're not all over the place mentally. You know, they, they feels to me like this team is very focused – and I think that they see the opportunity. They saw the opportunity they had last year, right, with the season that they had. And now they're looking at it like this is our year. And and you cannot um, – you can't lose sight of the goal, not not even for a second, because teams are looking to to, to come in and, and take you off of that, that pedestal that the rankings have put you in. 
You know, they're looking at this team. Oh, oh that's BYU. Boise State's coming in. And it's like, you know, we're going to knock them off and, and, you know, show everybody what we can do. And everybody's going to have that, whether it's, you know, USC or, or whoever comes in, right, at, at this point, if you continue on, on the path that BYU is on. So my biggest concern would be, okay, you know, I, I talk a big game about the run game. But the quarterback position is still important. And uh, you saying, Coach, is going to be Jaron Hall. Uh, can they protect him, make sure that he's not uh, off and running and, and, you know, putting himself at risk? Um, and there's, there's a possibility that Jaron Hall plays part and then, okay, he gets banged up a little bit. you got to bring in Conover. Can can you make that adjustment on the fly? You hope that that doesn't happen, but you got to be ready for that. And whether or not BYU is, is is ready to do that against Boise State versus last week, right against Utah State. So there's there's my but I still pick I pick BYU to win by ten points. Yeah, I I think it's yeah. going to be double digits too. Coach, what do you think? I think you know anytime you're on a little bit of a run, you know like. BYU is, you're bound to have a bad game in there. But good teams have a way to survive a bad game. Yeah. You know, in other words, you know, the, the Clemsons, the Alabamas, the, all those teams, that they, or Ohio State, they all have a bad game. You know, a game where somebody, they're, they're favored by 17 and they win by 7. And they're threatened, you know, but they find a way to win. BYU's going to have one of those games where they where they're not going to play what you expect them to play, and it's going to be closer than you think. And then they have to survive a bad game. And, and it's, just, it's just kind of the way the game. It's hard to play 11, 12 games at your best, the best you possibly play because different things going on. Sometimes the coaches get a little bit relaxed. Sometimes the players get a little bit relaxed. Uh, sometimes you, you're talking to too many people in the in the class that they're saying how good you are. You know, then then you become well, we're really good. You know, and then you play a bad first half, and then you wake up and say, oh yeah, we better get going. And then sometimes it's too late. So the you, you worry about being a little bit complacent, and you know Boise's going to come in here hungry because they need a win and they need a they need a signature win. And this is their opportunity to get a signature win. So, so BYU needs to be sharp, and they need to be prepared, and they and they don't need to do anything. They always say, "Don't give the team you're supposed to beat any reason to play." You know. So you look early in the game, mm-hmm. you see if there's a turnover or something that gives Boise a chance to say, "Hey, I think we got this." Right, because I always say, "Hey, don't don't give a team that you could beat a reason to play." That was the story of. Uh, let me remember BYU's win over Oklahoma. What was that? Ten, twelve years ago, yeah. down at Jerry World, yeah. where Oklahoma was that heavy favorite, and mm-hmm. BYU just believed, and they stayed in it in the first half. And wasn't it Max Hall coming out the field who said, "We're going to win this"? Yeah. And uh, and lo and behold, they did knock Sam Bradford out of the game and and won an epic an epic game. So, yeah, and it, and it really is what Coach is talking about. The, and, and that's a game where Oklahoma gave BYU. They opened that the door, you know, right. stay open too long. Yep. And then, you know, by the time you, you wake up, sometimes it's too late. Exactly. But for, for BYU, I agree with you, Coach. You're going to have a bad game, but you got to find ways to survive and win those games. Exactly. And any game, you know, tomorrow might be that game, but you got to find a way to win. Because you, you... – you're talking about they've they've played four really good games. I mean, they played a good game against Utah State. Yeah, you know? sure and, did. And Utah State give is going to give give them the best shot they could, but still, you know, they were tough enough to where they they didn't have a letdown. You know, and that that stadium up there, Utah State, was full. Yeah, and it, you know, I mean, it was packed from ceiling to ceiling, and they had it, all the psychological stuff was in favor of of uh, Utah State and BYU goes up there and plays hard plays well and they were challenged but they kept just you know and so that's when you say yeah this team is for real because 
if they had a little bit of a, a softness to them, mm-hmm. going up there thinking they're going to beat them, you know, they probably would have got beat. But, yeah. they, but they went up there with a purpose, which tells a lot about the BYU team. And we'll, we'll know a lot about the Utah team when they come out of USC. Yeah. All right, let's get out uh, to the zone. Fun. We are live at uh, the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Man, it was good to see Tom earlier today. He jumped on the show. Clayton is with us now. And, Clayton, boy, it's a special day here on I the big show. Move. All right, Coach, thank you very much. On, uh, on Football Friday, we got to see your dad today. How cool was that? How cool was it to have awesome. Big TK back in? It was it was awesome, man. It was so good to see him. And I'll tell you, Clayton, uh, you know, given what he's he's gone through, boy, he looked good. He sounded good. You know, he he came on. He gave us a few booms. It was awesome. <laughs> Classic booms. You know, uh, just real quick to touch on it. You know, in in, in June, they told my dad. He they told me. You know, if your dad makes it out of here alive, you'll probably never sing again. And we got him doing karaoke. Anybody who knows my dad knows he loves the karaoke. He's king of karaoke. Awesome. So it's just it's it's awesome. It's a miracle, and we're so we're so grateful for our community and everyone who supports the warehouse, and of course the Twelve the Zone family. And I don't know, man. It's hard to it's hard to get on the radio after him, but I'll, I mean, I'll give it a try. Kind of like what he talked about. We. We're doing queens. This is kind of the queen weekend. We have a queen bedroom set with a five-piece and seven-piece. I have both uh, options. That's the bed, uh, the dresser, obviously the nightstands, and um, also I have the mattress option. Everything together with the mattress, with the box spring, with the bed, I'm eleven ninety nine. If you only want the box spring, uh, sorry, if you only want the bedroom set, you don't need the mattress. I'm at eight ninety nine. We also have the queen um, head up and foot up adjustable um, bases. With the purchase of the base, you get a mattress at fifteen ninety nine. That's right. If you come in and buy the adjustable base at fifteen ninety nine. We give you the option of a free mattress. There's also other other mattresses that you can choose for an upgrade, but we're starting at fifteen ninety nine. It's the lowest price price not only in Utah but in the region on those queen head up and foot up mattresses. We'd love to earn your business, and like we said, we love people who support our, our family business. And it was great having my dad in here again. So we'll leave it with that, and I'll give you a, a capital B O O M boom. Yeah, man, Clayton, you're the best. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Uh, we're going to let you hear from Jazz, uh, Utah Jazz President Jim Olson coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.